Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to WrestleWolf. This is your NWA Power recap and review. I'm your host, Dr. Damien Gibson, DMD. And let's get into it. Uh, Trevor Murdoch is on the comms desk this week and uh, I'm immediately put at ease not having to worry about Austin Idol on comms. Uh, I need to shout out Velvet Sky again. I kind of have, but I just really want to drill down on it a little bit. Uh, she's improved so much in less than a year. Um, and I, I just think that's testament to... I, I really feel like that could be a gauge of the show's improvement. I don't want to keep sort of um, looking backwards on season five and, and you know, bagging out the efforts of a lot of, a lot of people. I, I don't want to do that, but I do want to give props to the improvement that I'm seeing. This episode of Power again better than the week before and better than the week before that so um yeah and i, and I think velvet sky is a, is a just an example of that so i just wanted to shout her out uh they announced that mickey james is going to make an announcement a big announcement uh leading into uh hard times too so they're starting to focus on the next pay-per-view which is the beginning of december um, it's actually the same day as I'm getting my new car, so that's something to be excited about for you guys. Uh, first up, we've got Sal Renaro and Mims versus uh, Hawks Airy in a quarterfinal for the tag team tournament for the number one contender uh, for the tag team belts. God, that's a mouthful, isn't it? Uh, there's more people in the crowd for this episode. You can just feel it. Um, it just feels like slowly people are coming back. It's a good feeling, man. Uh, Sal, Renaus, uh, Macho Man. The way his name is spelt is Renaus, but people seem to be pronouncing it like Renellus. So I'm not quite sure what's going on there. I'm going to pronounce it the way it's spelt, which was Renaus. Sal Renaus uh, has got Macho Man uh, ring gear that says Mega Pal on it, uh, which is fantastic, although he's not in the Mega Pals with Tim Storm, so um, I don't know. It, it's good anyway. 
Uh, there's a bit of a spat in this match between Alex and PJ Hawks, building up the, the dad versus son uh, story, if they want to go that way. Uh, Danny Deals is ejected from, from the ring area. Cell uh, botches a, a springboard towards the end of the match. PJ takes advantage. Uh, super kick, flying super kick, and then ends up tapping Cell out with a, a leg lock. Uh, and Hawks area through to the semifinals of the tag team uh, number one contender tournament, which is the way I should have said it at the beginning of this little segment. Uh, next up, Pope cuts a promo saying that when he cashes in his title shot uh, for the heavyweight title, that he'll tell Trevor Murdoch about it. Um, first, uh, we cut back to the desk and Murdoch says that he appreciates appreciates that. This is all good. Uh, there's a promo now. We've got the the hot mess Chelsea Green at the podium along with uh, Melina and Kylie Ray, probably the three best female talent they've got in the in the company besides um, Camille. Uh, the hot mess says that people should care for her. Should sorry, should cheer for her. Uh, Melina says that she's got a receipt for Camille because Camille's been has uh, jumped her a couple of times in a very dastardly way. Uh, Kylie Race thinks that uh, Chelsea Green could be the number one contender. She thinks that Melina could be the number one contender. She even thinks that maybe she could be the number one contender. And the crowd like that. She's a crowd favorite. Um, yeah, and I think she probably should be, although I get the feeling that Melina will be. Um, but I, yeah, I'd be pushing the youth, man, especially in NWA. I think that's the only way that they can go to get people watching the product is to try and get as many young people through the door as possible and, and book them. Um, that's what they, you know, people who brought, uh, you know, the wrestlers who brought people through the door last time were people like Thunder Rosa and, and, uh, Ricky Starks. And, um, yeah, that's what I'd be doing this time. Uh, anyway, this was a, a cool little promo. We got a TV title match of sorts between Tyrus and Jordan Clearwater. There was a six-minute time limit for this. And, uh, well, beforehand, sorry, Tyrus, Tyrus is mouthing off to Trevor Murdoch, basically saying, I've only got to get six more wins and I'm coming for you. So he has a stipulation in his TV title that if he wins seven matches, I'm not sure if it's in a row or just once he hits seven matches. I assume it has to be in a row that he can challenge... Um, Trevor Murdoch for the for the um, for the heavyweight title. Um, so there's six minutes for this match, uh, and they appear because Clearwater and Tyrus are in the same faction. They're they're counting down the clock, which I thought was really cool. And I was kind of hoping that they would do the full six minutes. You know, um, they didn't. They only did it for a couple of minutes. Then Clearwater decides actually I'm going to have a go at this. I might be able to win the TV title. Uh, he gets a couple of shots in, but then Tyrus beats beats the hell out of him. Um, then Tyrus is at the podium where he cuts a promo. He says that Trevor Murdoch is his cousin. That sort of comes out of nowhere. Cuts to Murdoch. He says nobody knows how to kayfabe anymore, which I think is a t-shirt. Uh, and then Tyrus cracks the shits about people chanting Murdoch, even or Trevor, even though he's brought Murdoch up uh, and, and storms off in a huff. Next, we get a really, really good promo between Mickey James and Kira Hogan. She's at the podium. Um, the one thing I would say is that we just need to get some 
pop protectors for their microphones. They're running around with no pop protectors on the microphones and the plosives are out of control. <laughs> um, just a little pro tip there. Uh, anyway, Mickey James announces that there will be an Empower Power, so an all-female power episode. Not sure exactly when that's happening. Um, there isn't The messaging isn't always as clear as it could be in the promos. <laughs> it doesn't have to be in the promo. Usually the commentator will come in and sort of clear up when that's happening. That's not quite being done yet. Um, if you notice with AEW, I mean, it's all so slick. Um, that the the advertising is pretty much on brand. But if it is in a promo, if, if something is announced in a promo and it's not super clean, the commentators will um, pick that up. And I suppose that as much as I bitch about JR on the AEW shows, or Dynamite, um, that is the value of having those old professionals like Tony and JR on the desk. Here. Um, Kira Hogan comes out. She wants to know if Mickey thinks so highly of her why isn't she on the empower card which hasn't really been announced but kira's upset that she's not in it mickey says that she was def gonna have her on the show she was definitely gonna have her on the show she just had to find the right opponent for her um because essentially kira hogan has come across from impact to nwa now i think the vast majority of people from a viewership point of view would see that as a step down um, and there's obviously a relationship between Mickey James and Kira Hogan, which I'm not aware of, um, like in real life, and they're sort of playing off on that. Um, I don't, I don't know about that. I feel like you kind of want to build the story world within the story, and bringing a whole bunch of stuff from outside kayfabe. Um, I would be saving that for special occasions. But even then, you want to build... I mean, that's what they're doing here. But, you know, it's kind of like... the As good as this promo was, and I will get to the good parts, my, my complaint is if you're building a story and you're bringing in relationships that Mickey James and Kira Hogan already have, then those that relationship needs to be established... I think the vast majority of people watching NWA, this would have been the first that they've heard of these two having a relationship. I understand it's introduced in the promo and it's got to be introduced somewhere, but you could have had a little vignette or something, um, you know, and that's something that NWA just doesn't do at all. And I think they could, they could benefit from that. I understand that they want the format to be like the old uh, NWA shows of the 80s, but I just think if you're going to... Had, like this was a very story driven episode there was a lot of promos going on i'm all for that um but i don't know if everything has to be at the podium you know um i think it's enough to just have the podium as a point of difference compared to wwe or AEW where people come to the ring and speak um i mean aw's got their backstage area wwe's yeah same Anyway, it, it would, the promo itself was great. So Kira Hogan comes out. She wants to know if Mickey James thinks so highly of her. Why is she on the? Why isn't she on the Empower card? Mickey says that she was definitely going to book her. Kira says that she's come to NWA to step in the ring with her idol, which is Mickey James. Um, and does she not want to wrestle her? Like, is there something wrong with her? Mickey says that uh, there absolutely isn't wrong with anything wrong with her. 
but this isn't how you do things. You don't just come out while I'm cutting a promo um, and shoot for your own angle. You don't just start booking your own matches. Um, and then Kira says, well, are you afraid to wrestle me? And you can tell the crowd's really into this. This was really done well. Mickey, jo- I mean, the the amount of uh, gravitas that Mickey James brings to promos is huge. And um, yeah, a big get for NWA. I mean, we all know that Mickey James and Nick Elders are married in real life um, and that she was always going to do stuff for NWA. But I'm, you know, she's their most watchable wrestler, I think, at the moment. And she's doing all the female booking, which is really good as well. So, um, yeah, great. Love this. My usual complaint with power, and and they're just small things, are small production things. Like I think you could maybe try and expand the way you tell stories a little bit. Some pop shields or pop muffs for the for the microphones. Uh, a little bit of cleanup of story on commentary after promos that don't get the point across. They're just small things but the in ring action is actually really good and there's plenty of stories happening anyway let's keep let's let's get to those stories tom latimer's uh out at the podium after this he talks about how he and nick are best friends and have been since they started wrestling together like in their late teens um tom and this is another outside of kayfabe brought into kayfabe storyline where they I assume the camps that he's talking about are like Butlins camps that like the Beatles used to play at back in the day. Um, so people go away to these summer camps and there's entertainment, nightly entertainment. I assume that's where they're wrestling. And that, um, you know, he says that Nick Elder saved up his money from that and then he came across to America and trained under Harley Race. I get the idea behind this promo Latimer's basically saying that, you know, I've always been your lackey. I've always been one step behind you. I've always been paid five pounds less, you know, and then I come across here and I help you out with strictly business and you're the one who gets the suits and you're the one who gets the watches. And and what I did like in this promo is Camille being the sort of, you know, um, the puppet master of all of this. Uh, You know, she's in Latimer's ear telling him about, you know, what to say. Um, I think the idea behind this is really good. I don't know if the execution was there. It was a little bit all over the place um, as far as the promo was concerned. I thought there was heaps of emotion and stuff in it, which is great. Um, I was just a little confused as to what Latimer was actually upset about. I mean, I get the gist of it. I wasn't like, oh, I don't understand. I just, I don't know if the story was told as well as it could have been. Um then, you know, the cheap pop happens when Latimer brings up uh, Nick Holder's son and basically says, I want you to look him in the eye and tell him that you're a failure. Um, and you don't do that. You don't bring up a wrestler's kids, man. Uh, James Storm comes out and stares at, at uh, Tom Latimer as he's walking off. So I assume... And James, he comes out basically says that he wants a shot at the national championship after... Uh, beating Judas last week and, and winning a few matches in a row. Have no problem with this storyline. This is all good. Um, and uh, Chris Donis is the national belt holder. So uh, James Storm will be going up against Strictly Business. I think that'll be the next sort of major storyline story for them while Nick Aldis is having a little rest. 
And in the end, we had the end versus Kratos and Aaron Stevens in the other tag team quarterfinal match. Um, I said last week that Stevens looked better. Uh, and then he came out this week with his shirt off. And I'm not 100% sure of that. I, I don't really like talking about people's bodies or anything like that. But it's visible that he has not been doing any real weights training that I can see. Especially compared to his condition back in WWE. It really has looked like he's just stopped <laughs> training. Which, um, you know, I d he's a really handsome guy. So I think, you know, maybe a little bit more training could go a long way. But anyway, um, I understand he's had some some real-life issues with um, a good friend passing away and all that sort of thing in the last year and a bit. So uh, I don't want to pile on to someone's problems. And um, But, uh, yeah, just it was noticeable is what I'm saying. doesn't mean he's any less a talent. It was just like, oh, okay. Um, but there were, anyway... There was a really great story being told here. Essentially, the story is that Aaron Stevens can't, is, and maybe he's doing the body work to coincide with his character, who is basically in a general malaise. Like, he he has no motivation. He, he wants to get out there and wrestle, but he's just like the anxi like anxiety and he's in his head too much. He's like, it's like he's in molasses. He can't... Um, move properly he's not the same wrestler that he was and uh you know kratos keeps saying that to him it's like you know just need to see some fire man if you do that like you know we can definitely get these tag belts back and he ta he tags first and basically gets the, the crap kicked out of him kratos comes in manages to kind of get the momentum back on to kratos and steven's way and meanwhile steven's is like in his corner with holding the ring rope and he's he's like yelling he's screaming he's working himself up and and the i was everyone got swerved here everyone genuinely in the crowd at home were like oh here he's going to get the hot tag he's going to get the win they'll go on to the semi-finals and this will be the the resurrection of stevens and then i was like nah i actually was just before they got tagged in i was like oh maybe they'll anyway he gets tagged in and uh stevens throws a haymaker uh misses uh one of the boys in the end i can't uh, remember which one i didn't note it down sorry about that guys um gets rolled up in, in a in a surprise roll up and the end get the win um and and stevens uh the wind in stevens sails is just completely gone um and we ended the episode with Kratos sort of pushing Stevens around and Stevens looking very sort of confused and forlorn and not really understanding how that's all happened. Um, I really enjoy, I really enjoyed the Mickey James and Kira Hogan's uh, uh, promo and I really enjoyed this match. Um, yeah, it just... This is telling a good story. I think the end deserved to go into the semifinals. They're a proper tag team. You know, they, they, they work as a tag team. I think you want to push real tag teams in your tag team division unless you're going to use um, a tag team as a device to tell a single story later on. And that's exactly what's happening here. It's good, solid, honest booking, um, and, I, and I really like it. I am... I'm really... I'm really in on NWA again. I'm really, uh, I'm really digging the stories. Um, you know, this really, this really does feel like 
uh, I mean, it's a bit of a slow burn, but it really does feel like a phoenix rising from the ashes here a little bit. And um, I'm just happy. Like, I, you know, there's been plenty of times doing this wrestling podcast and, and one that I've done previously for four years or five years beforehand, uh, where there are times where you genuinely are like, I, I don't. I don't want to watch wrestling <laughs> and uh all the things that i used to that i you know i was loving about nwa until sort of COVID came along and derailed things a bit was the hour-long show the in-studio experience the back and forth between the crowd and the wrestlers the fact that the wrestlers are doing promos without a net um it's very easy for me to pick holes in that um and I think we will notice as an audience that they'll get better and better and better at doing that the more they're, they're doing it, especially if people have been in places like WWE where they have been expected to learn scripts. Um, I mean, I mean that doesn't get talked about enough with WWE talent. I mean, the majority of them do not come across like they are learning lines or have been given beats to learn. And um, they are, you know, uh, and, you know, a lot of the time they're getting 12 hours notice or, you know, I mean, they really are. The people who do all of this for our entertainment really are amazing people. I mean, the amount of dedication, discipline that they have to put in to just look the way that they do. Um, and then they put their health and safety on the line for our entertainment. But then there's the amount of effort that, and, and skill that goes into things like cutting promos, having all these beats that you've got to hit and engaging an audience not just a live audience but a tv audience as well like how anyone could not have respect for a professional wrestler once you know the nuts and bolts of what they have to do i I don't know what to tell you mate i don't know what to tell you um great episode looking forward to next week Uh, i'm glad the nwa is starting to do uh pay-per-views again i think quarterly pay-per-view is a good idea get some more cash into the into the bank account and start to splash out on a few production values i know i keep bringing it up but it's important man because uh, there's plenty of people i know who won't watch tv shows my best mate won't watch a tv show if he thinks it looks cheap it's weird it's a weird thing he just can't you know like i'll give you an example so an example is uh he doesn't like the cw dc shows because to him they look cheap which compared to a hollywood movie they are he just can't suspend his disbelief enough to watch grant gosson just running on the spot as the flash <laughs> with a green screen in the background uh, even though that's ex- the exact same thing as uh ezra miller will be doing ezra miller is it in the flash film anyway I'm talking about the flash. What's going on? Um, oh yeah, production values. It helps keep eyeballs on the product. But I'm sure Billy knows that he's made some decent film clips or been involved in some decent film clips in the past. Um, all right, guys, I'm going to leave that there. Uh, before I do, I just really want to thank the NWA family for getting behind this podcast. Um, I feel bad that I left you in the lurch previously, but we've talked about that. I feel like we're okay because you guys seem to have come back and are listening to it in droves. So thank you very much. If you're in an NWA show or you're in a group chat or anything like that, just give us a shout out, man. Be like, hey, look, there's this dude down in Australia watches every week, does a recap and review if you don't have the time to watch the episode or you can't afford it or whatever. Here's a way to keep in touch with what's happening with with the NWA. Um, 
you can follow our our uh, feed, uh, subscribe to our feed. It's free. I know I was reading an article during the week where a lot of people think that subscribe means you know, people think that subscribing to a podcast costs money. Our podcast costs nothing. We have no ads. It's just free entertainment, baby. Um, and if you do that, you'll get, you know, not just our NWA show, but the Impact Show, AW Dynamite Rampage Recap and Review, the News Show, uh, Matt and I's monthly specials, which uh, we'll go back in, like this week, we did a draft uh, where we had two imaginary pay-per-views and picked a roster each for them. You can go back and listen to that. That seems to be doing really well with the downloads. Um or we'll go back and revisit a pay-per-view or we'll watch a wrestler, a film with a wrestler in it. Whatever the case may be, they're good fun. Um, you know, they seem to be appreciated as being kind of funny. So anyway, um, all of that, uh, you'll get all of that for free. Follow us on the socials. We're WrestleWolfPod on pretty much all of the socials. You can write to us, at, uh, uh, to, you write an email to us. We're WrestleWolfPodcast at gmail.com. But anyway, enough spruiking. Until next time, brother dudes, may your wrestling be good wrestling and good night.